0: A radio show that confesses Christ without
1: confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously
2: without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to
1: Table Talk Radio. Is that
0: Jesus can return at any time. He's not waiting for a... Japanese nuclear power plant to melt down. No. The thing that's holding him back is his patience and love for lost humanity and nothing else. Uh, There there are no events that need to occur before Jesus comes back. And so seeing all the things that happen around us and saying, Hey, hey, that means Jesus
2: is coming. The answer is, no, no, that's wrong. That's a wrong way of looking at it. Jesus can come at any moment. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. And Luther says the only way... That uh, the pronoun "me" and God could be in the same sentence is by this verb "have mercy."
0: I've got—I've given myself the new nickname. I've thrown aside all the other accolades that you toss at me <laughs> so freely. Evan. Uh, yeah, they—they like, uh, they, they, they feel like, like wine the bull rider. Here. Yeah, and uh, <laughs>
2: what else am I? I? I can't remember. I can't remember and them I'm all either. Up. They're just too <laughs> numerous. <laughs> the end is near. Only 45 minutes away. This is Table Talk Radio. <laughs> Evan Gigline and Pastor Brian Wolfmuller, uh, at your service to, uh, I don't know, what are we here for? I
0: forgot. We're, we're gonna gonna do, to, this. We're, I'm kind of in a Table Talk Radio uh, buzz here. This is
1: <laughs> our
0: fourth show in a row, and it's like uh, I just hope the police don't come
2: over and <laughs> ask me to do theology in a straight line. <laughs> well, in today's uh, program, after doing some theological buzzwords and hitting a listener email, we're doing the Praise Song oh, Cruncher. Oh, that will sober me up. And that's all we're doing today, right? That's
0: right. Oh, Facebook th- uh, status theology. Um, <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't. I'm doing all sorts of show prep. for I don't that. have that here. Yeah, that's right. Alas, I don't know. <laughs> you might be I a think, pietist. If. I think. I think you have to have a login in order to to uh a to log play that in show. your own eye, buddy. Uh. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, uh, oh, I picked a buzzword. Do you have a buzzword? Yeah, I got one, man. All right. You you talk about your buzzword. My I pull it bu- up. <laughs> my buzzword is
0: sanctus. That's a Latin one. And we sing we have it's it's a name of part of the liturgy namely the Sanctus. Uh it comes from the Latin word uh Sanctus which means oh I guess it is a Latin word. <laughs> I mean it looks huh. like English letters. Huh. <laughs> you know, someone changed the letters from Latin letters to English <laughs> letters. You know though I think the diff- I kind of like Latin because the U looks like a V. Apparently there's no H in Latin. No J. Anyhow, Sanctus means holy. So we get a couple words from it. I always trick my uh, confirmation students, and I say, we're we're talking about the third article of the Creed, and I say, do you see the holy, holy, holy there? And they see two of them. Okay, like, hey, Holy Spirit, uh, a holy Christian church, but they can't find the third one, but it's there, the communion of saints. That's holy ones right there. So you got the holy, holy, holy. So the Sanctus the, is holy. So sanctify means to declare or make holy. Uh, And when we sing the Sanctus, we're singing, we're joining our voices with the songs of the angels, like we hear in Isaiah and Revelation, holy, holy, holy.
2: All right, and the theological buzzword I have for you is hermeneutics. Hermes. And uh, hermeneutics is uh, yes. the study of how we read the uh, Holy Scriptures. Well, I mean, it would apply to anything, really, but in theology we refer to it uh, of, of how we study the Holy Scriptures. And so uh, we actually, I mean, this is, a, this is a theological study, so we actually have um, right ways that we read the Scripture. For example, uh, an example of a hermeneutic is that uh, we read um, uh, Scripture in its proper context, in its fuller context. So it's, it uh, is not proper a proper reading of Scripture to take one verse out of a longer passage and to apply it to something. We have to understand that one passage because you know the Scripture has clarity, right? That we, we take that one verse uh, within the context of its larger passage, understand it, and then apply it um, to the church today. How's that? Hermeneutic. I believe it. Okay, got an uh, email here. Let's go to the the mailbag. This is from uh, this
0: is from Kuala Lumpur. I can't believe this again. We're getting all this all these foreigners listen to our show. <laughs> all these people that are not in the Midwest, which I think <laughs> Kuala Lumpur counts as. We got an email the other day from Florida. Crazy. <laughs> Dear Lutheran Radio Clowns, the regional association. That'll Associates
2: be the last week you hear this joke, everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all yeah, forget about it next week. I'll forget how funny it is. It's my favorite thing to do, by the way. My favorite joke: <laughs> to call states of the United States foreign countries. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Vincent writes, "Dear Lutheran Radio Clowns," he must be talking about you. <laughs> the Regional Association of Neo-Zwinglians, which I, I hear has a huge chapter in Koala Lumpur. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. There is a limit, apparently, to how many shows we should do in a day. (laughs) The Regional Association of Neo-Zwinglians in an act of sympathy has led me to understand that I am predestined to pretend to be a regular listener. (laughs) (laughs) Be careful. That's also a kind of of monkish thing to do, self-flatulation. Indeed, I have listened to all of your available broadcasts from 2005 until mid-April 2008. Wait a Uh, minute. When did we start recording? April 2008. (laughs) After that date, I noticed the quality went downhill considerably. <laughs> so we have to change our bump. Apparently, from do we have something? This is Table Talk Radio. A slight improvement on silence. <laughs> I'm just we'll, not sure though, that one's true. We'll adjust it. Yeah, we'll adjust it. With this, uh, with this in view, I have a question for both of you regarding the Lord's Supper, which I've not found the answer at theopedia. Ah, I don't know if we can do better than theopedia. In essence, I'd like to ask how one derives the doctrine which means that the bread and the wine used in the local church today are the body and blood of Christ. For those who hold that this is my body, etc., to find a symbolic or representative relationship, it is easy to see how doing the same in remembrance likewise is a symbolic or representative. Now, I'm clear that Lutherans believe that... the that this is my body, etc., it means that the bread which was in the hand of Christ at the Last Supper really was the body of Christ, but I am not clear why it is both logical and necessary to hold that the bread which is in the hand of the celebrant, which was not the object of Christ's words, this is, is also
2: the body of Christ. Yours, Vincent, in Kuala Lumpur. Hey, that's a good question. So would it, um I mean, don't we get that continuation that... that? Uh, the institution of, of the Lord's Supper is found in, in do this remembrance of me, so that we're not actually making a, a symbolic that making those words in remembrance of me symbolic to continue the practice which Jesus instituted at the Last Supper.
0: Right. We, I think we could say this, this is the simplest way to say it, is when Jesus says do this uh, in remembrance of me, what is it that we are to do? And the answer is take and eat his body. Take and eat, this is my body. That's what we're supposed to do. Take and drink, this is the blood of the New Testament. So the very thing which Jesus is telling us to do, which he is instituting there, is the eating of his body and the drinking of his blood for the forgiveness of sins. Uh, So so we just asked the question, what does the do this uh, command of his church to do? Uh, And the answer then has to be to eat. The, the, the commands that come previously, to take and eat his body and to take and drink his blood. I think that's how to answer the question for the Association of Neo-Zwinglians in Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> if you guys want me to come and do a little uh, conference on this, just call me up. I'll come over. <laughs> this is Kuala Lumpur it's where those two huge massive things are I saw in the James Bond movie. I kind of want to go see them. Uh, <laughs> what massive things are those? Two huge buildings. Aren't the tallest buildings in the world in Kuala Lumpur? It's mm-hmm. amazing to me. Hmm
2: anyhow and apparently a huge uh what was it neo a huge regional association of neo zwinglians <laughs> which i'm sure know how to party <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you uh, have uh, feedback for us, you can send it to us uh, by sending an email to questions at org. Although, didn't some of the Calvinists say they don't like that email address because they don't have any questions? Yeah, yeah,
0: so they say it should be answers. <laughs> that me, you know, our buddy Hans Feeney did an anti-Calvinist little video, and uh, in the end it says, oh, this is the punchline, I'll ruin it for you. He says, I'm a Calvinist. I'm certain
2: about everything. Except if Jesus died for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, don't send us feedback for that. Um, <laughs> you can go to Hans Feeney's. Uh, what is that Lutheran satire YouTube channel? Yeah, Lutheran satire. And just post in the comments there if uh, if you uh, want to. Uh, if you're offended. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Hans Feeney will uh, will love to hear. We should have it. We
0: should have an email that says I'm an offended
2: Calvinist at Table Radio Radio. Offended Calvinist at Table Talk Radio Network. <laughs> Well, questions at tabletalkradio.org if you want us to read your email. Uh, and we do try to um, respond to as many of those as possible. We read all of them. Well, I read all of them. I don't. I think you read like a quarter of them. I've seen that we get emails there
0: <laughs> from all sorts of foreign countries, Such as like Southern California.
2: <laughs> you can also call our... Uh, Toll free hotline at one eight hundred three eight five. Hey, when this this when does
0: this, uh, when does this air
2: show air? Are you going to be a pastor when this show airs? Uh, no, this is on July fifth. Oh, okay. We just celebrated Independence Day, don't you remember? <laughs> yeah.
0: This uh, this you uh, you're listening to this show. You have time to get to Rogue River, Oregon. Yeah. Actually, actually that's 24th. true. I mean, if
2: anyone's already in in the, the area of Rogue River, uh, come over July twenty fourth. Uh, I think three p.m. is the ordination uh, to Faith Lutheran Church and. Uh, uh, we'll, we're, we're still looking for an ordination preacher, but I'm sure we'll find one by then. Uh, I've been <laughs> we'll, uninvited. We're going to scrape the bottom of the barrel to <laughs> see who you can find. <laughs> but whoever it is, I'm sure... Uh, well, no one's going to be listening anyway. I'll probably just be falling asleep. But. All right. 1-800-385-SOLA. sola And after this commercial break, we're going to play... Facebook Status Theology, the game you've all been waiting for. Don't go away. Uh, More Table Talk Radio after this and Facebook Status Theology.
1: own theological court gestures. This is Table Talk Radio.
2: This bump is dedicated to all the Facebook fans. Up this morning, check my Facebook just to see if you That's why I don't have Facebook. Evan is doing everything well, okay. he can to avoid relationships, <laughs> including stay off Facebook. So, that, well, that I song is probably re- serious. That's a funny thing. Some artist thought I need to write a love song, and he thought this would be the right one. Are you against Facebook or against what what love songs about Facebook? <laughs> well, I'll take not, your pick. I do
0: not think that... <laughs> Would you, are you all right over there? He's crying. <laughs> He's laughing so hard. I've never seen him laugh so hard at one of my jokes. <laughs> the only thing I've seen you laugh this hard about is when you did me f- pretend on the radio. Oh, yeah. You? That was good, too. When you were soundbiting me. Hey, you
2: still over there? I was just playing rock band. <laughs> I don't have any idea
0: what I said in any of this stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, I tell by you, the way, it's gonna be
0: bad. It's gonna be <laughs> when we're when we're old men, you know, like forty, and someone starts to do this repressed memory therapy, and and all of these table talk radio episodes just come flooding back to our mind. It's gonna go crazy. By the way, I guess I
2: sent him an email. If I know what you said in this show, listen to this. <laughs> Which my response was, if you could do this all the time, that'd be great. <laughs> okay uh what 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 are we doing anyway? Facebook theology oh yeah, so um, we have bumper
0: sticker theology, we have church sign theology, we have what else? is that all we have <laughs> now added to the list is Facebook theology. Now this actually might this is interesting because when you see a bumper sticker, you can't go and like write your own bumper sticker underneath it, you know, or go press a little like button you know, or whatever. I mean, I guess you could. But with Facebook status theology, you have a chance to respond.
2: Now, the way this works is... Are you recommending that our listeners do that?
0: Oh, maybe.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, you ha- it is an opportunity to... Theological conversation is always an opportunity to d- demonstrate two things.
2: Now, I think that... I, sorry to interrupt your two things, but I think that... If uh, hold on, you, let if, me write them
0: down so I don't forget what they are. If you,
2: <laughs> if you respond to a, uh, uh, a Facebook status theology thing... It should be like worth like half of the critical event. Because, I mean, you're online, it's not really real.
0: Facebook is Gnosticism, <laughs> Evan says, as he broadcasts a radio show.
2: <laughs> sheesh. All right, so let's hear your two things. Uh
0: oh yeah. So co- theological conversation is an opportunity to demonstrate one, the proper distinction between long and gospel, and two, charity, or maybe gentleness. Especially hmm. on Facebook especially when you're dealing
2: with pietists. Be gentle like us. Okay, let's do some... uh, Let's hear some of these status updates. Okay. Um, Here's one. Religion has
0: a tendency to force people into choosing atheism.
2: Hmm. Ah, yes. Mm. Okay, so... I mean, you hear this every once in a while, don't you? That, uh... um, Yeah... That, that I don't believe in God because the church did X, y, Z, or the the people of this church did this, so therefore I can't possibly believe in God, and I just scratch my head at that sometimes because I mean really uh what people do determines whether there's a God or not i don't I don't quite get that uh yes,
0: there is this move against the word religion because apparently uh, some people think that religion only means law. But their religion is a biblical word. Religion, which is a true and godly, is this. Care for orphans and widows in distress. And to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Hey, so pietists should be all about religion. <laughs> all right, what
2: else? God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Um, actually, I think we did that for uh, um, church sign theology one time. Oh, well, I think you cool. liked that one. Did you like it on Facebook then? <laughs> I forgot to. Uh, uh, there's something to
0: this. Although how Luther says it in the the um, Heidelberg Catechism, Heidelberg Theses. Excuse <laughs> I was gonna me. Say, wait a minute. Wait <laughs> a minute. Uh, this idea that God does not love the lovely, but makes the object of His love lovable—that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your case, it'll be interesting to see if God actually does qualify the cold. <laughs>
2: um, I like. Can I? Uh, read read it one more time. Sorry. Uh, God doesn't call the qualified; He qualifies the called. I, I like that, uh, uh in, in the sense that that makes it that it's based upon whether or not you're called that makes you qualified. Um, although, I uh, if this could be used to go against some sort of any kind of an educated clergy, um, you know, if if someone's using this to say, look, hey. You don't have to go to seminary to be a pastor. You just got to look for our, uh, God's calling. Uh, if that's how this is being used, then I would oppose it. Because it's good for our pastors to know something. I hear. I
0: wasn't paying attention to what you just said. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Sorry, I was reading Facebook statuses. Normally I'm doing this online. That's the problem. Uh, normally you can't see me doing this.
1: <laughs>
0: um, Here's one. Here's a status. Please do not tell me you are saved if you condone Family Guy and The Simpsons. <laughs>
2: I don't like some of those shows.
0: <laughs> do you better tell me you're saved? Uh,
2: well, that's that's interesting. Your salvation rests upon what TV shows you like, huh? Uh, that's interesting. Yes. I think
0: this is uh, one of the marks of Pietism. Do we just finish playing that game a week ago? That was like yeah, like a week ago. So yeah. I, I barely remember it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll do another one. Um, Let's see here. Whatever we worship, we will serve. For worship and service are always inexorably bound together. We are covenantal beings. We enter into covenant service with whatever most captures our imagination and heart. It ensnares us. So every human personality, community, thought form, and culture will be based on some ultimate concern or some ultimate allegiance, either to God or some God substitute. Is that a
2: status update? Mm-hmm. Isn't there a character limit on these <laughs> kinds of things? <laughs> Jeez. Facebook is the place for in-depth and focused conversation <laughs> and theological debate. Sure it is. Uh, what do you think about that one?
0: Um, I don't know. It might be right, although the word covenant there throws me yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because... Because...
2: Um, well, what I think is because. interesting about that one is it separates uh, worship from service. Usually you usually hear it that it's one and the same, that uh, your worship is your service to God.
0: Yeah, I think this quote, by, by the way, is right, though. I mean, the where we, we see this kind of thing in the Bible is where um, when Isaiah, for example, is condemning the worship of idols and their dead things, deaf, dumb idols. And the people that worship them are like them so that there's a kind of a. Not just an imputed righteousness, but an imputed character that comes from whatever God we worship. So you worship the deaf, dumb idols, and you yourself become deaf and dumb, etc.
2: So instead of you are what you eat,
0: you are what you worship. You are what you worship. Yeah, that's right. How much time do we have? You want another one? Um, We have two and a half minutes left. Oh, that's (laughs) loads of time. i got loads of statuses here, too. Uh, What about this one? The only thing we can know about God from natural knowledge is that he's good, big, and mad. Um, I think that's true. Good, because that was one of my statuses. <laughs> <laughs>
2: was it really? <laughs> uh, yeah. The only, only so, thing we can know from about natural about God from natural knowledge is that He's good, big, and mad. Yeah. Uh, and so we have uh, uh the hidden God that Luther talked about. Uh, that that God in His hiddenness uh, doesn't reveal Himself in in love, but really just reveals Himself uh, that He is. Uh, powerful, remember when we talk about uh the 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 raw strength, power, and might of God it's always law. Um, where we see God revealed, uh, which was the opposite of the, of the hidden God is the revealed God for Luther, um, where we see the revealed God is in his Son Jesus, and when we see Jesus on the cross, uh, we see what what God thinks of us and what he thinks of us uh, is his his love and mercy that that uh, because of the death of Jesus. Um, we we know that he loves us. Uh, it, it's it's uh, not not the God of law, but the God of gospel.
1: Yeah,
0: that's right. Here's one. Uh, God expects spiritual fruits, not religious nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's enough of those to go around. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, here's another one. Uh, let's see. Oh, where did it go? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, let's live out the Easter message of being awake in Christ. By being a dangerous church this weekend. I don't even know what that means. Dangerous church. Yeah, what
2: does that mean? I don't know. Maybe they handle snakes. <laughs> a dangerous church. Uh, huh, okay. Hey, could the person that posted that please give a fuller <laughs> explanation? Now, these are people posting other people's posts it's re-posted. Is that a violation of the Eighth Commandment?
0: It probably is not the Eighth Commandment, but I'd say it's copyright laws. <laughs> uh, here's another one. God said,
2: homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe time for, I don't know, one or two more. Okay. Uh, as long as your
0: significance and purpose is found in anything other than Christ, you will, like Jacob, wake up every day finding leah and never what you really long for rachel Uh,
2: okay let's do one more
0: (laughs) i thought you would
1: like that one the most of all
2: okay uh
0: let's uh, i gotta find one if god were channeling codes to my brain i would hopefully
2: not promptly forget the message (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. That game we played once and never will again. Facebook, Status, Theology. Right back for the Praise Song Cruncher. Because we'll
1: always have Facebook anyway. I'll be sure to check your profile at least 20 times a day. We'll always have Facebook even when we're miles apart. I've got a deal. Table Talk Radio. The disaster continues. <laughs>
2: The Praise Song Cruncher, only on Table Talk Radio. Welcome back. The Praise Song Cruncher, uh, otherwise known as the Criteria for Discerning the Usefulness of Praise Songs. That's uh, a boring uh, name. <laughs> and I know you're against boring theology. I am. So uh, much more exciting is the Praise Song Cruncher. You know what Moose
0: Javian means? It means he's this guy's from Saskatchewan, Canada. What? In the world? What? We got an email from someone in Moose Jaw, which is in Canada. This is another Canadian listener. Why are all of these emails from people out of the country? We got another email from Canada, and we got an email from someone in, in like, uh, I can't think of another state that I haven't listed yet. Someone in Arizona. All these foreigners. We got a great email from a from a s- a certified <laughs> hypnotherapist who's troubled that we compare praise songs with hypnotherapy because hypnotherapy can be helpful to people. I'm serious. I had an email right <laughs> yeah, here. Read it. <laughs> Greetings in Christ Jesus. As both a listener of Table Talk Radio and a certified hypnotherapist, I'm troubled by your use of the phrase hypnotic mantra in your praise song crunching criteria. Don't get me wrong. I love the praise song cruncher. However, I feel that connecting Hypnosis and praise songs gives a bad picture of hypnosis. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest email, man. <laughs> hypnosis is not mind control or meditation. So the use of mantra and hypnosis confuses me. Hypnosis is a natural state of the mind we go into and out of every day. Like I don't, if you can check my state of mind right now. Out. Like falling asleep and waking up, reading a novel, daydreaming, etc., it's brought upon by an overload of information to the conscious mind that causes the critical filter, the part of the mind that determines what goes into the subconscious mind, to be bypassed and allows information to go directly to the subconscious mind. So, hypnosis is what we call a hypersuggestible state, a state where we are more open to outside suggestions. However, in hypnosis, you keep your morals and cannot do anything against your will. Stage shows have people on stage that want to have fun and enjoy themselves, and that's what they're doing. I don't think they are the best use of hypnosis, but they are there. Hypnosis can be used for many things, including quitting smoking, losing weight, overcoming fears, and pain management. I will admit that kooky New Agers misuse it for past life regression, but studies have proven it to be nothing but hogwash. I digress. A good praise song will put someone in a state of hypnosis. Lots of music, different sounds, lots of imagery, pictures, even lights in some places, thus making them more open to suggestions and teachings of the but using them, uh, But using them like that seems unethical p- from my point of view. However... Mantra is from an Eastern meditation and not hypnosis. I don't know if you'll change the wording, but either way, I just want to let you know these things. Uh, Pax Christi, that means uh, peace of Christ. Uh, Your Lutheran Moose Javian listener. And I just found
2: out that this means he's from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada, which is not in the country. Uh, Joshua. It sounds like he can only uh, uh, disagree with our use of uh, mantra, not hypnosis because i think everything he described is exactly what uh the the praise song sets out to do that you're uh that the, the it's passing information to your subconscious uncritically uh, an overload uh right to the mind is, isn't that exactly what we're talking about uh that the, we're, not, we're not saying that the, the song overcomes your will um but that uh, uh the myth the, the point of the mystic praise song is to access um that part of the mind that uh so you're you're not analyzing the, these things theologically. Uh, no no one is trying to write a praise song so that you you uh, take the theological input of this song. I mean that's the whole point, right? Did you know that 35,000 people live in Moose Jaw? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Never mind.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Whatever. So I, I trust you. What's Mantra Mantra is from Eastern religion. I don't know if there's a town in Canada called Mantra.
2: Mm, I don't know. I'll we'll think about that a little bit. That's interesting. But I
0: think this is great. I just, I just love this. is the greatest email in the whole world.
2: <laughs>
0: Don't insult hypnosis
2: by relating it
0: to the praise song.
2: All right. We need to get to some praise song crunching. <clears throat> uh, so let me read through the criteria here, and then we'll play our first our first praise song. The first one is the Jesus question. Is Jesus mentioned, yes, no? And if yes, is it a name or concept? I think I'm, by the way, in a hyper-suggestible state right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was always looking for that
0: book, How to Hypnotize Your People from the Pulpit. Maybe I can contact Joshua the
2: Moose Javian and see if he could help me with some tips on that. Uh, Number two, clarity. Is the song clear? Does it use a sentence of a subject, verb, and object, or sentence fragments? This is a uh, ten very clear or one obscure. Three is mysticism. Uh, is a song about the things that God has done, the objective, or is it about my own my own emotions and experiences, the subjective? H- here, and here's the line. Does the song repeat itself over and over in a hypnotic mantra? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we could we could alter that to say, over and over hypnotically. <laughs> I don't
0: care. I'm against uh, adverbs,
2: though. Remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, ten is objective. One is <laughs> subjective. Four is the law. Gospel question: Does the song proclaim the song, in it, uh, with the law in its sternness and the gospel in its sweetness? That is uh, the promise of the forgiveness of sins, won for us by Christ's death on the cross. Are they rightly divided and not all mingled and, and mixed up? Um, and is, uh, the lastly, is, is the law presented as something that we can do, which is the wrong way to present the law, or is it? Show us our sins, which is the correct way uh, to, to present the law. And the gospel, is it conditional, based on my own actions, which is the wrong way? Or is it uh, based upon God's work? Okay, so that's yes, nor I can't tell. And then last but not least, is there any explicit <coughs> false teaching? And the first praise song we have to Crunch. Did is, you know that the Earl of Wessex
0: inaugura- inaugurated the Queen's Jubilee Rose Garden in Moose Jaw on his visit in 2003?
2: I did. There's been a lot of royal visits to Moose Jaw. (laughs) Okay, all right. The Gaither Vocal Band. uh, This is the song, When I Cry, for the praise song cruncher table talk radio.
1: Making a list of all of the good things you've done for me, Lord. I've never been one to complain, but right now. I'm lost, and I can't find my way, my world's come apart, and it's breaking my heart, but it helps to know that your heart is breaking too, when I cry, you cry, when I hurt, you hurt. And when I lost someone, it takes a piece of you too. When I fall on my face, you fill me with grace. There's nothing breaks your heart or tears you apart like when I cry.
2: Let me uh <laughs> This certainly is not uh emotional. <laughs> alone in the dark, face in my hands crying out to you, Lord, there's never been a time in my life there's so much at stake, there's so much to lose, and I trust it to you. will you'll bring it through, you'll bring me through. And it helps me to know that I'm not alone. When I cry, you cry.
0: <laughs> there's uh there's mineral springs in Moose Jaw. <laughs> You were wondering about that. I really want to go to
2: Moose Jaw. <laughs> all right, what about uh, Jesus? Is Jesus mentioned? Um, oh, hey,
0: that's a good question. I'm glad you thought to ask that question of this song. I don't see Jesus. Yeah, I'm looking here. Um, you're the one who calmed the raging sea. Uh huh. Okay. You're the one who blamed the blind sea. You looked through all of heaven and eternity and through it all you saw me.
2: So that's probably Jesus. Yep, I think that's fair to say. Jesus <laughs> is mentioned in concept. Okay, next. Are you looking at Moose Jaw
0: I'm looking at the church directory of Moose Jaw. trying to figure out how many Lutheran churches there are.
2: <laughs> uh, clarity is the song how come you didn't get a call
0: to Emmanuel Lutheran Church in Moose Jaw?
2: <laughs> I'm sure they already have a wonderful pastor. Uh, that's where our hypnotist goes. Uh, ten uh, is very clear. One is obscure. Oh, yeah, here's a pastor.
0: Uh, this song is uh. Well, um, uses sentences right? Alone in the dark, face in my hands, crying out to you. There's that's not a sentence, by the way. Uh, you, you would need something like "I am" at the beginning. Lord, there's never been a time in my life. There's so much at stake. There's so much to lose. Uh, now that is an interesting sentence, isn't it? I mean, is that going to be always true? You're like, ah, oh, Lord. Two months ago, there was a bit really bad time in my life, but eh, everything's pretty all right now. So this is like the song that you have to reserve for a crisis. So <laughs> when you're singing it in church, you say, okay, everyone, if you're in the midst of the worst crisis of your life, you can <laughs> sing along. Otherwise, just go to the back and get a Starbucks or whatever. I wonder if the uh, Lutheran Church in Moose Jaw has a Starbucks in the back here.
2: Hmm.
0: I think this is a... F- so what's clear is ten? This is going to be a four. I'm going to put this at four. It's just so sappy. That's the problem. I guess that's the next question. Sappiness.
2: Actually, the next question is mysticism, but uh, let's take the commercial break to uh, exhaust our research of uh, Moose Jaw or whatever. And then we'll come right back and finish uh, the praise song, Cruncher, of the song When I Cry by Gaither Vocal Band. You're listening to Table Talk Radio, home of the one and only praise song, Cruncher, uh, and Next up, after When I Cry, is uh, our old friend Stuart Townen. And uh, he has a song, Behold the Lamb. That's coming up on the Praise Star Cruncher. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Don't go away. The car
0: club at Moose Jaw restored Tom Sukum's ship to at the museum
1: site. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs>
2: That's
1: why I'm keeping the faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't you see you're not making Christianity better? You're just making rock and roll worse. This is Table Talk Radio. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Table Soccer Radio. We are analyzing the praise song cruncher. We <laughs> the the juncture of the Moose Jaw River and Thunder
0: Creek produced the best source of water for steam engines. That's
2: amazing. Are you done with that?
0: No. Look at this. There's this huge statue in Moose Jaw. His name is Mac the Moose. Their road. It's a roadside atta- attraction.
2: I think I know where the next Wolfmiller vacation is. I think it's way up there. <laughs> Anyway, When I Cry by Gaither Vocal Band is the song that we're crunching in the praise song, Cruncher. And we are at the question of mysticism. Uh, So is this song mystic, Pastor? Uh, uh, It is fantastically
0: emotive. Now, I would like to draw the distinction between emotive and mysticism. This is one of the biggest misunderstandings of our praise song, Cruncher, and that is... That if it's emotional, it's bad, and if it's not emotional, it's... Uh, you know, there's a difference between emotionalism and mysticism. They're related, but they're different. And the difference is that mysticism is assuming a, 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 uh, an internal and immediate unity of your soul and the divine nature, which is a manifest normally in some sort of a static emotional uh, thing. But this song is fantastically emotive. Um but it's not necessarily mystical it It's saying that there is this thing where God is with us, so when I cry you cry when I hurt you hurt when I've lost someone, it takes a piece of you too. I mean that's weird, <laughs> but it's this saying it's this thing saying um uh that the Lord is sympathetic to us. Um and I think that is right insofar as it goes. Now is it um is it true that uh is it true that the Lord hurts when we hurt or something like this? Um uh, n- well, nothing it, breaks your heart or tears the Lord apart like when we cry.
2: What what's interesting is I think, I think where, they get, where they would get where they would get their theology for this song, even though they don't mention it explicitly, is uh, Jesus crying at the death of Lazarus, um, and so uh, from that we can we, we can derive because uh, Jesus is is a true God in human form that uh, uh, God mourns at uh, the death of someone. That, mm-hmm. That's true, mm-hmm. um, but what he is mourning at is not at our mourning. He he doesn't cry simply because we're crying. He's not boy having a rough day because I'm having a rough day uh, what he's crying out there is that that this person died uh, and and this person died because of sin um and and for that very reason Jesus died on the cross so that that death cannot have the last word but that that Jesus defeated death in his in his crucifixion and resurrection um, so there's an answer to it but uh he's not just crying because we are yeah. Like, uh,
0: I mean, there is, so there is a sense in which the Lord is sympathetic with us, but th- this, I think, goes a bit too far. So the comfort that we have when we are crying is not that the Lord also cries, but that he uh, sympathizes with
2: us as our great high priest, and he will one day wipe away our tears from our eyes. Okay, so are you saying that this song is objective but emotional? Yeah, sort of it's kind of weird. I mean, it's kind of it has this objective emotive sort of sense
0: to it. So, it, but it doesn't have this idea that we're being united with God necessarily. But on the myst- it's probably this probably comes up then in, in the middle. I'd put it at a 5. Yeah. I give it a neutral rating.
2: Certainly, I think with the appeal to emotion there though, th- uh they are sort trying to evoke a certain feeling or emotion in the song
0: right and you make it right that it's not our emotives that make god emote it is our sin that makes god sad and the condition that we are in the midst of death
2: right okay uh any law or gospel in here no no um, no no i don't think so either uh, explicit false teaching uh i, I mean, mean i guess we already talked about yeah does the lord cry when we cry i mean i don't know not well, uh, I think this one is crunch. The next one is uh, "Behold the Lamb" by Stuart Townend, and uh, this is how it goes.
0: Moose Jaw is called the friendly city, or sometimes Little Chicago.
1: Hmm, that's interesting.
2: Behold the Lamb, Stuart Townend. All right, there's the song. Stuart
0: Townend normally does pretty good on the crunch here.
2: Yeah, so we're going to see how he does with this one. Jesus, I think he's mentioned in here somewhere. Yeah, Behold the
0: Lamb who bears our sins away.
2: Yeah, very good. Okay, uh, so yes.
0: How about this, too? I think there's something there because it says... And um, I think every English translation, "Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world," and but it, to bear away or carry away is probably a closer translation. So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of work going into this
2: thing. Huh. I mean, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good. We didn't read the rest of this. Uh, the blood that cleanses every stain of sin, shed for you, drink and remember. Uh, he drained death death cup that all may enter in to receive the life of God. So we share in this bread of life and we drink of his sacrifice as a sign of our bonds of grace around the table of the king. And so with thankfulness and faith we rise to respond and to remember our call to follow in the steps of Christ as his body here on earth. And He and we share in his suffering, we proclaim Christ will come again and will join in the feast of heaven around the table of the king. All right, clarity is a song clear with subject, verb, and object.
0: Well, here's the thing on this one. It is, uh, 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 look, this. Now that I'm looking at a little closer, he's not. He's going to break the pattern here and not use sentences. Like where? Like, um, uh, uh, and so with thankfulness and faith, we rise to respond, and to remember. Um, that's not that's a, a fragment there. Or, uh, I mean, let me see if I can. Am I not getting the pattern right? The blood that cleanses every stain of sin, shed for you, drink and remember. Um. That uh. He drained death's cup that all may enter in to receive the life of God. So with thankfulness and faith, uh, we proclaim. I, I you know what's throwing me off? Uh, these things like we remember or uh, we proclaim or we rise. It's uh they are it's an imperative. It's telling you what to do, but it's grammatically not, it's not just rise and respond. We rise and respond. So it's an invitation. So it's a this horatory sort of thing. So never mind. I take it back. This I think this is grammatically correct. Okay, and I think. Uh uh, oh, Here we go to mysticism. I think it's objective. Fairly objective. Now, here's where it lacks clarity. is It's talking about the Lord's Supper. In fact, it says, communion him. Behold the Lamb, communion him. But it's not, you do not get this clear thing that this is the body of Jesus. This is the blood of Jesus that you're eating or that you're drinking. I think you could read it into there, mm-hmm. or you could read it out of there if you wanted to. Yeah. Um, Law gospel? Mm, yeah there's some law and gospel blood cleanses you from every stain of sin that's a law gospel verse we respond that's law i follow the steps of christ we share in his suffering that's biblical i'm not 100 sure what it means at the lord's supper but
2: okay now we have about uh, just under a minute for explicit false teaching um it's not explicit uh i don't think do you see some Um, I would like to extrapolate on the bottom of the third stanza um, As we drink of his sacrifice as a sign of our bonds of grace Around the table of the king Um, With this language of sign Certainly uh, the Lord's Supper is a sign But it's much more than a sign as well And so I would wonder if we're looking for some sort of a uh, Symbolic interpretation of the Lord's Supper here um, yeah, that hint is certainly throughout the whole song, it's I think. Hint is there. Yep. Um maybe there's there's a hint of unclarity because of that. We can't really discern what's going on here. If you're right. Alright, well thanks for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio.
1: Where the points are like the beach lodge in Moose Jaw. You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed <laughs> on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.